This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. Now, this happens to everybody, right? You're sleeping in the middle of the night, you wake up, you have no idea what time it is, so you have to check. I like to know because then I like to mentally know how many more hours of sleep I have before I can actually have to get out of bed. I, though, apparently am one of the very few people left in this world who still have a clock radio next to the bed. It sounds like the majority of people out there have their cell phone. And of course, then you have to pick it up, you have to press a button, you have to see what time it is, and then you put it down again. And I guess this was a problem in the Zuckerberg household as well as in Mark Zuckerberg of Facebook. Uh, he has posted on Instagram to demonstrate what he has done uh, to help his wife, Priscilla. He has built her a wooden sleep box. And apparently it's because she gets stressed when she can't figure out what time it is or trying to figure out how much time she has left to sleep before their two daughters usually wake up, which is between 6 and 7 a.m. So he built this sleep box that has a very faint kind of glowing light underneath the bottom of the box there. The box will kind of light up like that between 6 and 7 a.m. So it's it won't wake it won't really wake anybody up, but it's visible enough apparently to alert her to the time if she's awake so she knows that one of them should then go and check on the kids. Now Mark Zuckerberg says that this has been great for his wife that she's now able to sleep better at night because she has this very restful sleep box. Man, sure made me wonder like really is that what you need? I understand, like, not checking on your phone, but is a sleep box really something that could help us sleep better? Well, we wanted to talk more about this. So joining us now is Professor Wendy Hall from the UBC School of Nursing. Thank you so much for being with us. Thanks, Simi. It's an interesting topic. It is an interesting topic as well. I guess sleep problems are still a very big issue for us, aren't they? Yes, they are. They're an issue for many, many people. I think something like... 35 or 40% of Americans report um, not getting enough sleep at night. So I haven't seen too many Canadian stats. But What is the ideal uh, number of hours to sleep at night? Well, it depends on your age and stage of development. But for adults, they recommend that we get between seven and eight hours of sleep. And do you think most people get that? No. <laughs> <laughs> and why do you think that is? Oh, there's a lot of reasons. Uh, People delay going to bed at night, often because they've got busy days and they're trying to get those last chores done before bedtime. Sometimes people um, are very active before bed and are on screens or they're uh, having really major physical exercise or um, they're worrying about something that they need to do for the next day. So they go to bed, but it can take them a long time to get to sleep. So They might be in bed by 10 o'clock, but they're not asleep until 11. And then often people cut their time the next morning and and get up early because maybe they've got things they have to do before they go to work or, or they feel that they can catch up on things in the morning. And you just can't catch up on sleep, can you? No, you don't. And what does this do to our bodies if we don't get enough sleep? Well, basically, there's all kinds of research now that suggests that it has major negative repercussions. So it can it affects memory, it affects learning for adults too, not just for young people. We're all learning over the course of our lives, and we need to uh, process those memories. It, it affects our curiosity and our creativity. People who get less REM sleep, that's the sleep that normally you have more of toward the morning. 
Um, that's when you have your sort of creative thinking about maybe something you've learned that day or a problem you're trying to solve. It affects uh, blood pressure. It affects heart health. It affects obesity. Yeah. Everything. Everything, <laughs> yeah. essentially. And yet we don't take it seriously enough, though, do we? Like, do we, do we, we don't, I don't often hear people say that, oh, I have to make sure I get X number of hours per night. No, you're more likely to hear people bragging about how little sleep they can survive on. And yeah. that's the problem because uh, survival is, is a relative term. So you, you may be managing to get through the next day, kind of, but it's taking a toll on your body if you're getting less sleep than you need. Right. I tend to think that the cell phone thing is a big issue here too, right? Because I guess Mark Zuckerberg built this box for his wife because every time she checked the time, she was picking up her phone so that she could see the time. That would seem very disruptive to me. Yes, it is very disruptive. I liked your comment about having a clock radio in your bedroom. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't have a clock radio, but I've got uh, an alarm clock where if you push down on one side of it, there it'll highlight the the face of the clock so you can see what time it is. But you still have but to I'll, press down. Yeah, but, you know, it's not like picking your phone up and pressing down. I know exactly where it is beside the bed, and I can just move my hand over and go click and see the time and then let go, and that's done. See, so. I don't even have to do that, though, Professor Hall. I just have to you open. can just look at it. I just kind of like half open one eye, and it tells me what time it is. Have, yeah. have we let technology, do you think, dictate too much of that part of our sleep process? Well, we certainly don't want to be looking at screens a lot during the night because we know screens emit blue light, and that affects um, our sleep, and uh, it, and if we're getting big bursts of light during the night, it can kind of reset our circadian rhythm because our, our bodies can be thinking, oh, it must be daytime, it's not nighttime. But also I've found uh, from having conversations with people and doing reading that even having a cell phone in your bedroom, even if you put it on um, silence so you can't hear those little messages dinging as they come in or whatever, um, people are still aware it's there and that can interfere with their sleep because it, on a subliminal level, they're thinking about their cell phone. Right. And as somebody else was pointing out, they called into our show earlier and they said, um, what happens is that then they, they see something else that came in when they're checking that, oh, a text came in, oh, an email yeah. came in. And then all of a sudden your brain is up and running. Yeah, exactly. So those are things we don't recommend in terms of making your brain get up and running. We recommend that if you do wake up in the middle of the night, okay, I, I myself, I also checked the time because I, I do want to know how much yeah. sleep I've got left. But um, but they recommend that, you know, you try and go right back to sleep. And if you can't, after 20 minutes, you know, you, you put on low light and read a really boring book. I, I was reading something that said you could read the manual for your washing machine <laughs> or something um, so that you can just lull yourself back to sleep and, and then just, you know, head back into dreamland. So, and, you know, if you wake up and, and you're worried about the time, it, like, it sounds like Mark Zuckerberg's wife was worried that she didn't have enough time left before the children got up. Right. You can do meditation. You can try and you know, make your muscles tighten your body and then relax them. Um, there are, you can, you know, get, write a little list, not on your cell phone, but, you know, <laughs> if, the, if you're lying there and you're worried about, oh, I've got this to do and that to do and that to do and how I'm going to get it all done, you can just, just handwrite a little list and put that down 
and yeah. just say, okay, I've done that. I can go to sleep now and forget about that. Is using a gentle light the way he designed that sleep box, is that a better way to wake up in the morning than an alarm? I don't know. I mean, I'm not exactly sure how that light worked because I'm, are you saying that it came on between six and seven? Like, I guess it kind of gently dimmed between six and seven. So it got a little bit, so that it got, it got its brightest between six and seven a.m. So then she would know that's the hour that the kids usually wake up and it's time to be waking up. Oh, I see. Well, I don't really recommend having sources of light in your bedroom like that. So maybe that's all they could do to try and figure out how to help her because she, she was looking at her cell phone all the time. And that's certainly preferable to looking at your cell phone. But, um, and why don't you recommend having yeah. light sources like that? Well, because, you know, I don't know what he did to the light source. He may have, screw- sometimes you can put um, filters on light sources so you can screen out a lot of the blue light. So he might have done that. So that it, when she looked at that light to see is it bright or is it dim, she wasn't getting exposed to blue light. But if you're not doing things like that, then you are getting exposed to blue light if you've got some kind of a screen in there or something. Right. This is a very small kind of box that he's got there. And I just thought, all right, this seems like we're inventing things that perhaps um, we didn't need even 15, 20 years ago. No, it's true. We are. Are we getting worse at our sleeping habits, do you think, from before we had all this technology? I think so. I think it's had a really negative effect on people's sleep. I mean, take, for example, BC, where they said, you know, they're going to give a tsunami alert on people's cell phones. So what does that mean? If if it's happening in the middle of the night, it means you have to have your cell phone in your bedroom. Oh, that's so true. Little things like that make us totally dependent on having that thing sitting there. Yeah. You got yeah. it. All right, Professor Hall, thank you so much for your time. Oh, you're very welcome. Thank you, Simi, for your interest. Oh, as always, we love talking about sleep. That is Professor Wendy Hall, UBC School of Nursing.